they opened Disneyland in 1956, nothing worked. Yeah, nothing. but John, if the Pirates of the Caribbean breaks down, the pirates don't eat the tourists. Casting from the deep depths of cyberspace, this is Darn IT Podcast, cybersecurity made simple. And I'm your host, Darnley G, Chief Technical Architect of Darn IT Group. Episode 8, How Can a Business Minimize Risk? In today's podcast, in terms of cybersecurity, what is the thing that businesses really don't think about when it comes to their posture of their organization in cyberspace. Well, a lot of businesses look at cybersecurity mainly in the technology, the technological advancements, the technological reasoning for the purpose of actually deploying these systems and processes in their organization. But what is one simple fact that they seem to miss the point of is in fact risk risk is essentially the precipice of cybersecurity that is what security is all about not in a sense per se but let's talk about why we need to protect ourselves against cyber risk so in this podcast we will be talking about that and near the end of this, I will give some sort of tips to take away from this as well. So cyber risk is no longer an issue just for the IT departments. Um, for many years, uh, this is something that a lot of technical teams have had to endure because this fell in the realm of IT. It made sense, it was technology, the nerds will handle it and everyone else will just live in their lap of luxury and not have to worry about it. Well, unfortunately, that's no longer the case, or fortunately, if you were in IT, that it actually is taking a village to be properly protected against the various cyber threats of today. And now the issue needs to be top of mind for the entire organization. So everyone from C-level all the way down to the secretary Everyone has to understand the importance of being cyber aware, cyber educated, and know what to do in the event of a disaster. Cyber risks are no longer limited to hackers looking for some sort of treasure chest of confidential data from large financial firms or retailers, for example. The game has changed. It has changed significantly due to the weaponization of various malware that is now being distributed on the wild, in the wild every single day. And the stats show, and again, this is a bit dated, I apologize, but every single day there's over 330,000 new malware infections distributed across the information superhighway every single day. So all you have to do is just take out a calculator, type in 300,000, um, times 30 times 365 and this stat is always growing so it'll be very inaccurate probably by the time you listen to this and that should raise a lot of alarm bells because statistically speaking there is more and more noise as you will out there in cyberspace 
and a lot of businesses and individuals can get affected. There has been a, a lot of politi politically motivated uh, cyber threats and cyber attacks that are now being aimed to disrupt, disrupt economies or to destabilize markets. And there has been various examples over the many years, uh, one of them being a bunch of threat actors in Russia who would release certain threats to destabilize markets. And they basically play the markets because of the actual payload that goes to specific markets. And really, that gave them a leg up in terms of their investments. And they used cybercrime to sort of leverage that. The increased use of ransomware is growing significantly to dangerous levels where these payloads are indeed affecting governments and organizations of literally any size anywhere in the world. And I stress this enough because, because honestly, uh, a lot of the, the small, medium businesses that we deal with, a lot of them think, well, you know, I'm too small. I don't really have a lot of technology. I'm not a big business. Let me stress this. I, well, I literally, I cannot stress this enough than I usually do every day in my life, but making sure that you understand, regardless of how big or small you are, that you have some information that these people want. They want your information. They don't care how they do it or what they do. They will go through any lengths to get that information. So making sure that you have that mental mindset, as you will, to be a cognizant and aware that these threats are not just for specific people and fits a specific model. The growing global threats are placing greater emphasis on the importance of cybersecurity in new levels. Uh, different government organizations have uh, in, enacted new privacy laws, um, cyber privacy laws, which in essence allows them to have a stronger, stronger hold on how that data is being contained and distributed. But unfortunately, uh, with the amount of private organizations, for example, like Facebook, you understand it's kind of like a slippery slope in terms of how we can manage our data, how we can manage our information. But we're just talking about uh, businesses right now, how they contain their information. Now, there's an estimate of ransomware attacks on businesses worldwide, uh, which was basically every 14 seconds by the end of 2019, according to Cybersecurity Ventures. Uh, they ran a report uh, throughout 2019 and said uh, with their facts that every 14 seconds, there was an attack against businesses worldwide. So if you think about that for a second, and, and really in 2020, how small will that number become? Because we've seen an exponential increase in threats, even in the past year. But these threats will expand to unknown proportions in 2020. And it's already February when this podcast is recorded. And I can already tell you that the threats have still increased significantly. That's affecting businesses of all shapes and sizes that you may not hear in the media. The greatest threats that businesses that they will continue to face in 2020 is infiltration of malware from phishing campaigns. Email is still the number one tool that threat actors use to gain access to your network infrastructure. Because if you think about it, 
emails are the precipice of our business. We use email to communicate. We use email to uh, inform. And in turn, threat actors will use email even today to fool you. Now, it's gone a lot better than it was back in the day when you um, heard from your long lost cousin from Egypt, the Prince of Egypt, who wants to give you money. So they have gotten a lot smarter. They have gotten a lot, uh, a lot more funding, mind you, to create different tools to uh, fool you. And they've, they, they're really getting to the point where you may think you know, but indeed you don't. And unfortunately, it still catches a lot of people from all levels of government, all levels of businesses every single day. Other vulnerabilities grow from the proliferation of Internet of Things. That's IoT. Uh, there are different components, cloud storage and computing and new data from financial apps that external vendors provide. Now, IoT or Internet of Things is an explosive market. The, the costs of these devices are really cheap and their applications are literally in every aspect of your home and business. You can find them in stoves, you can find them in washing machines, you can find them in thermostats, you can find them out in the, in the fields, you can find them inside businesses. Like IoT devices are literally everywhere. And the fact the matter of more and more of these IP enabled devices are being let up, it's essentially creating more risk for any businesses or individual to have in their home or their business. Now, the importance of this awareness, uh, this needs to grow beyond the sea levels um, or not beyond, I'm sorry, grow to the sea levels because I've seen it where a lot of businesses of certain sizes have cybersecurity awareness training, but we don't see the sea level managers or owners at these trainings because they're either too busy or they just don't care. They think it's someone else's problem. And I want to stress this enough that every single level of an organization should be ready to battle the ongoing cyber threats. That includes C-level. There should be literally zero excuses for you, your business, or your employees not to be cyber aware. Because again, you're going down that slippery slope of pain and suffering if your business experiences a breach or, or loss of data. But you got to think about this in this perspective. When an intrusion attempt succeeds, it is game over. Game over. And I think a lot of people don't realize this until it's too late. And unfortunately, as humans, we really don't react until something happens to us. So I want that to sit in your mind for a second. If once an intrusion attempt succeeds, it is game over for you. It can take hackers as little as 19 minutes and up to eight hours for many corporations to respond due to their obligation to internal processes. And I'll say this again, it can take hackers as little as 19 minutes and up to eight hours for companies to respond due to their obligation to internal processes. This stat was found in CPO Mag. Larger organizations installed specialized solutions to protect themselves in various areas of their business. 
it is unfounded to believe that they can cover all aspects. And you think about this to medium to smaller businesses, they think that larger organizations have the capital behind them that they can invest most of their money into these protective solutions. But on the flip side to all of this, the accumulation of these solutions from various vendors literally escalates the risk that each patch is intended to guard against. So yes, it may be great that you have a ton of capital to invest in all these cybersecurity solutions for your business, but you are indeed opening up more avenues of risk for your business. So when you rely on different vendors and solution providers to give you those solutions for your business, you are literally adding additional uh, vectors to go against your infrastructure or to go against your company. Because now you're relying on these corporations and businesses to supply the software or the technology, but also they're the ones that have to manage them as well. So that adds an exponential amount of risk to your company in itself. Now, while these technological advances can help mitigate the current risk, it can also provide new, more sophisticated tools to hackers to have a leg up on you. So again, it's nice to have these advancements. It's nice to have these technologies in place and it may mitigate some risks against your company. True. But there, there, there may be more sophisticated tools that hackers will use to have a leg up on you. And you see this even in the media because you see some of these larger organizations getting breached. Now, these attacks are very specific most of the time, but you don't think or hear about some of the smaller organizations that get breached from some trivial malware. So growing awareness is a key to success in any size organization. I'm conversing with numerous colleagues, uh, coworkers to discuss current and future risks and potential vulnerabilities to your business. So basically getting a good line of sight in your business or the threats that may affect you. This growing awareness and technological advances um, has resulted in a rapidly changing landscape. There's only so much we all can do to become aware, but understanding the key principles that you must listen to when it comes to protecting your business against the ongoing and revolving cyber threats. Risk awareness, or you can call it risk mitigation, are critical elements as businesses prepare to take on the future. Understand nothing set in stone, the risks and the the actual technologies we have today will become old or obsolete in the near future. Technology is a revolving door. It is it always changes, it always evolves and adapts and increases in threats. We do not have the same viruses as we did 20 years ago. Everybody knows that. And for those who experienced that, understand that the viruses of today are completely mutated from the viruses of 20 years ago. Now, cyber as a service is a very growing, uh, a very growing thing here in the security market. And at Darnity Group, uh, we work with various cybersecurity providers in order to provide our clients that inclusive cyber protection. We oversee solution architectural design advisory and cyber assessments and overall coverage for various verticals. So one thing that we do great is the fact that no matter the type of business you run, either that be a bank, a financial institution, a medical office, a small medium business, a warehouse, a, um, a wine yard, whatever you can think of, we have the 
the solutions and we have the partnerships that will enable us to protect your business. And Darn IT Group is a running leader at this because we don't have a specific um, the vendor that we deal with with cybersecurity solutions. We essentially tailor fit whatever there needs to be done for that particular organization because no one business is the same. And we believe that each business is different and we would treat them as such. So let's get into, t- into the four tips to remember before we wrap this podcast up. Number one, employee education. Now we've beaten this like a dead horse, but it's very important to understand that your employees and your C-levels need to be educated properly on cyber threats that grow, keep continue to grow every single day. And that is something that needs to be top of mind for you. That needs to be top of mind for your employees. And having a cyber aware culture in your business is the key to success. Number two, effective crisis response process. This is having that cybersecurity fire plan you may have heard me talk about in previous uh, podcasts. Having a proper response process will will minimize the amount of damage. Like I said earlier with that stat, it takes over eight hours for businesses to respond. Depending on the severity of that risk, you must have a proper and effective crisis response process in place so that you and your employees will understand what needs to be done in the event of a cyber attack. Just like you have fire drills, just like you have uh, emergency preparedness when it comes to your organization, you also must have a response process so that closes up the gap, literally closes up the gap in terms of response time. So your people will know who to call, who to talk to, who to email in the event of a cyber attack or a breach and or a leak in your organization. Like I say, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. Fires can happen anywhere at any time. Cyber attacks can happen anywhere at any time as well. Number three, know your enemy. Understanding that each vertical has different aspects that you must take into consideration when it comes to protecting your business. Understand that there's different threats. There may be threats targeted against the medical community. There may be threats targeted against the financial community. There may be targets um, focused on the educational community. There are different threats out there that are specifically attacking certain verticals and or silos of a particular business. So a manufacturing plant, um, you know, uh, may have a problem with their command and control center. There may be attack focusing on that technology. So you have to understand your enemy. And the only way to do that is to talk to professionals to, to talk to competitors, um, to talk to friends and family and colleagues and coworkers to understand where those threats may lie. And last but not least, tip number four, know thy new tech. A lot of businesses are implementing new cybersecurity technologies. They're implementing new hardware, uh, perimeter devices, cloud-based devices, cloud solutions, backups, etc. Understanding the new technology does come with a level of risk against your organization. And this is something that vendors will not, I repeat, will not tell you when onboarding a solution. They will tell you, yes, we have a 99.9% uptime guarantee. But what they fail to mention is 99.9% uptime guarantee of their service not necessarily of your data. So in the event of a disaster, you need to pull some backup records and they say to you, well, 
the system's running, but we don't have charge of your data. So make sure you read the fine print in all new technology and you ask a lot of questions to new providers so that you understand the type of technology solutions that's sitting inside your network. Ask questions like, when will this be patched? How often are your patches? Uh, is there an um, administrator password that needs to be changed? Is there a, uh, how, how old is this technology? How long has it been out? Some of these questions will help make you understand that these threats are indeed uh, mitigated or it really helps you understand where your threats may lie. So you have to know thy new tech, 100%. There's always new technology coming out to protect businesses. So you must understand that technology. Perhaps you need to do more research on an IoT device you're gonna put in. It may, it may cut off some time, but you have to understand that IoT device may inherit some significant risk in your organization. So those things you need to have a conversation with the C-level. These are the conversations you need to have with the technical people. And these are the type of conversations you need to have with the vendor itself. Thank you so much for listening to Darn IT Podcast with Darnley G. If you like our show and want to know more, like or subscribe or please leave a review. Remember, look both ways before crossing the information superhighway. Safe computing, everyone. Bye.